Ray Sotolopas says when he was in prison, he felt berated with a constant refrain. Oh, you lied, so therefore you're a liar. Uh, oh, you broke a rule, you're never going to change. But that's not who he wanted to be. I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk. A look at what's making Alaska communities stronger. Soto Lopez says when he was convicted of second-degree murder in 2001, he was thrown into a correctional system that wasn't focused on helping people prepare to re-enter the community. He says even just waking up wearing a yellow jumpsuit constantly sent the message that he would never be trustworthy. Control and punishment, at least for me, has never changed my attitude. It has managed my attitude, but it never really changed my internal perspective and attitude. But Soto Lopez says he knew he didn't want to leave prison as the same person who entered. His old way of thinking wouldn't solve any of his problems. I didn't want to commit another crime. I wanted to figure out why I was so rebellious, so angry, so resentful. I wanted to realize um, and understand you know, my addiction, my criminal mentality. I wanted to just figure out what was going on with me. But how do you do that in prison when everything seems to say you can't change? Soto Lopez found those few people who told him something different. It was that one chaplain that would come by when I felt bitter and angry and I was resentful and acting out and would um, show me love when, it, when I least deserved it, when I least merited it, was there to stand by me, to believe in me no matter what, to say, hey, man, I believe that something good can come out of you. With that support, he started a decade-long process of taking classes like anger management, parenting, and understanding victim impact. Classes focused on behavior and attitude are offered at most correctional centers in the state, but they aren't mandatory. Research shows the classes can be effective and change how people think, and they reduce recidivism by about 25 percent if they're taught by well-trained teachers. The most effective programs focus on anger management and problem solving. But Monica Hinders, who manages the education programs at Spring Creek Correctional Center in Seward, says Inmates don't always sign up for them with the intent to change. Some just enroll just because they know they look better on paper, and so they're trying to prepare for pro board or just to get a furlough to get out of here. She says despite that, even just the basic social skills a person learns in a classroom, like listening and speaking respectfully during structured conversations, can make a positive difference. Participants have to analyze real-world situations together and reflect on how they would react and why. Some classes like ones on parenting, also focus on improving the participants' ideas of self-worth. You could have the teacher up there, Nana, you know, to say, and, and it's really not super beneficial, but that interaction with other inmates and, having, and just having the trust in each other to be honest and open and, and hearing the other views and that kind of thing. That is, in here, if these guys are able to sit in a classroom and, you know, get along and not fight and not do what they sometimes like to do, that's, that's a win. And for some people, like Soto Lopez, those small wins add up. Using the social skills and self-analysis tools he learned in different types of programs, he was eventually able to take vocational classes, too. Now, he's been out of prison for three months, lives in a halfway house, and is holding down a job with the Iron Workers Union in Anchorage. Soto Lopez practices his new skills in a welding booth at the union's office, melting a thin metal rod against two plates to attach them together. If you don't do it right the first time, you got to redo the whole thing all over. So that's why you practice over and over before you take the test, because you only get one shot at the test. He knows that now, because he sees the world differently, 
he's getting a second shot at life on the outside. Do you have ideas for the Solutions Desk? Text hello to 907-885-6055 and join the conversation. You can also subscribe to the podcast Solutions Desk on iTunes, Stitcher, or NPR One. Thanks for listening. From the Solutions Desk, I'm Ann Hillman.